Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. Yeah, and no matter how cold or how late it is, they still get a hey, hey, hey. Because it's still cold. Because it's still cold. Well, it is cold. It is chilly out. It's chilly. Yeah. And it's late. Yeah, it's a little bit late. It's kind of late. You yeah. know, we we had a uh, we had a phenomenal guest. We did. We had a great guest. Yeah, uh, we had a great guest, and he week. unfortunately we had a little glitch with our schedule, so we had to. He's going to come back. He will be back, and, and he's a good one. We have a lot of really wonderful guests coming up. Yes, we do. It's exciting. We do. Some classic television personalities are mm-hmm. coming on mm-hmm. from some very famous TV shows. Yes. And, um, and some wine directors. We have we're trying some wine to, folks coming on. Try, yeah, we're trying to keep it, you know, diversified with right. different, uh, you know, different categories of talent. Right. So wine, entertainment, that's kind of like the main categories what right. would you say of what yes. we do i would we, say wine and well you know we have writers yeah writers behind the scenes you know behind the scenes uh we've got a very big photographer who's going to be coming on after oh, the first of that's the year cool. i forgot about that so you know okay. let's keep it interesting with interesting people is the way i see it if the guy was an accountant and he was interesting i'd be glad to have him on yeah exactly you know just like the conversation as long as the wine is involved because that's you know one of our hashtags it is, but people don't have to drink. And, you know, I guess no, drinking during business hours, we could be drinking anything. The guest doesn't have to drink, but, you know, but I mean, people tune in for the, you know, we're the drinking. wine talk. We're drinking now. <laughs> we always drink on we, this show. That's because we're, it's business hours. <laughs> what, we're doing business and we're drinking. What are we drinking? Today we're drinking a sparkling. Yes, we said, okay, because we're doing this new thing where we're telling, but you know, before... With every episode, we disclose what we're, we disclose, like it's a right. really big deal. No, but we talk about what we're going to, or we have ideas of what we're going to drink for yes, the following show. Yes, we disclose the cats out of the bag. Yes, and we said Nino Franco Prosecco. Yes, we did, and we chose a good one today, the so, Rustico. This is so good. Right. It's beyond good. I, th- I think it's great. Yeah, it's very, very good. And what's really cool is this was um, a James Suckling favorite on his master class. Yeah, he poured this wine on his master class, and I know that because I watched it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he poured this next to... Champagne. Next to Champagne. And, yeah. and said that this declared Nino Franco as being one of the very best Proseccos yeah, in the market. Yeah, he really, really gave it to and, and this is delicious wine. Is, I mean, you know, it's got pear and honeysuckle and a little bit of ginger root. And without it's the really expense, exciting. Yeah, without the expensive champagne price tag. In fact, you know what? We should do, after the first of the year... We'll do an episode where we do a grower-producer champagne, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And that we'll would be tell, fun. Yes. That's, that's my and jam. That's, that's what I really And that's love. how you drink really good French champagne yes. for very little money. Yeah. Farmer fizz, we call it. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. That's a Let's, good idea. We should do that. And, and what are we going to drink next? the next episode? That, so this was Nino Franco. So anybody anybody who grabbed a bottle of Nino Franco because this is quite accessible, it's not expensive. So thank you. Yeah, it's like twenty. Thanks for drinking with us tonight and let us know what you think of it. Um, Yeah, I happen to love it. Do you know why they call it Rustico? Uh, I don't. Because uh, Nino Franco 
developed a secondary, a short secondary fermentation in the bottle. Originally, when they first started making Prosecco, where they would leave the sediment in the wine. Mm. Ooh. And it was very rustic. Yeah, now that's, they they are kind of grody, right? They've since filtered. <laughs> I'm, now glad, I'm glad they've evolved, right? Well, now <laughs> they're doing now they're doing the secondary fermentation in the bottle, like champagne, but they're filtering the wine, so they're pulling the sediment out of the wine. So it's not quite as rustic, but it still maintains the name. No, that's cool. That's, yeah, that's a cool little obscure wine fact about Nino Franco. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to drink next time? Oh, wow. I know. Do I need to know now? Well, yeah, because we're telling our listeners right. what to pull for. It's cold out. Should we do a red? Yeah. Why don't we do a cozy red? Like a Merlot? Mm. No. I mean, I love Merlot, but how about. What about Syrah? Syrah? Okay. What about Two Hands? Oh, I like Two Hands. This is beautiful Shiraz. Okay, let's do the inexpensive the one. In, yes. Yeah, because he has, I mean, they- Many uh, in there. Yeah. So we'll be drinking different... the Two Hands Angel Share. Okay, that's right. Shiraz. That's kind of like the, the first tier level. It's kind level. of the entry level. Yes. And so we'll open like, that. Like really delicious. But it's really good. So if you like Syrah or Shiraz- uh, yeah, same great. Go out, grab a bottle of the Two Hands, two hands Angel share. share. That's a great one. Great yeah. suggestion. Okay, so we'll do that. So we'll do that next time. Wow. So the last time it was just you and me, we were, you know, talking about how we were going to Michigan mm-hmm. and how expensive it was. And now we've returned from Michigan. Flat broke. And yeah. We are flat broke. <laughs> I don't want to say Michigan was expensive. <laughs> But it makes New York look like Kentucky. Why is it so expensive to travel right now? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a very expensive excursion. To it be, was. It wasn't actually, it's not just traveling. It's being in a wedding. Being in a wedding is very expensive. And the wedding was the day after Thanksgiving. Yes. It was by far the most expensive Thanksgiving meal I've ever had. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, they were really generous, the bride yes, and groom, they were. because they comped a really amazing, it was my first cousin, Lauren, right. we call her Boo, and it was beautiful. It was one of the best weddings I've ever attended. Let's give a shout out to the newlyweds, yes. Gabe and Boo. Oh, I th- I really thought that it was like a fairy tale. I'm so happy for them, and it really was worth and every penny. And it was penny. freezing cold and, out, and, and it was on kidding. a farm, in a barn. We do have two dimes to rub together after. And, yeah, <laughs> but we're not fine. much more. Um, <laughs> no, fine. this was a really beautiful <laughs> wedding, and we got there the day before. On Thanksgiving, we actually flew in and they had uh, put together a catered Thanksgiving for all the people from out of town. Yeah. Which was very, very cool. It was really nice. It was really nice and, and quite good, I, I have to see to say. my family. My family likes you, thank goodness. It makes, <laughs> makes my life much easier. They might just be saying that. I don't know. They might be. You know. <laughs> no, not my family. No, believe me. They I would, would know. You would know. Oh, yeah. No, they would pull like, me aside. Dump the New Yorker. <laughs> No, yeah, there's, even though Midwestern, you know, and and we are non-confrontational as a culture, being from the Midwest, but I think by now, you know, I I just don't see, this is my second marriage, I just don't see my close, you know, aunts and uncles and gram 
and dad and brother. I just don't see them holding back if they didn't like you. I just I don't think they not. would. I would hope not. <laughs> it's like the stakes are too high, you know? Yeah. I mean, but are they? I don't, I don't know. know. Are they? Are they high? Apparently, how much longer are we going to be on this planet? Apparently, they're not that high. It's just marriage because it's just marriage, and I guess seven out of ten people change their mind halfway through. <laughs> and you know, um, people keep asking, "How's the wedding planning coming?" Oh along? my! How, how is about it? slowly? About what? I said, "How about slowly?" Well, I'm just not really doing anything. I don't get it. We hired a. a wedding planner and yeah that's about it like, right. i don't know i mean <laughs> i'm talking to the band to doing? <laughs> i'm talking to the band i'm not doing anything our friend's wife offered to help us with the flowers and apparently yeah. she's very good with this stuff yes. and knows how to get them cheap and cheap is good that's the thing we're just gonna have I, we're just gonna it's not gonna be anything fancy although it's at a very fa fancy location it is in a fancy location but, so therefore we don't have to do a lot because the location is so stunning we, you know, everything's pretty much done. And we don't, I mean, look, we don't really have to do all the things that people do now no, with I'm their weddings. No, I'm not doing any of it, actually. You know, no, we don't. Um, the, yeah. The it, only thing I still fancy. have an issue with, and I don't know the answer to this, and we're going to have to get into it because you can't stop inviting people to be in your bridesmaid wedding party thing. And I think you're up to seven people now. No, I have five. You sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we, that means I got to ask five friends. You have way more friends than me. Yeah, but none I of have them like five me that much. really close. <laughs> that, that, I mean, these these women are like my sisters. Right. We go way, way, way back. They're like family. We know where I know where their ex boyfriends' bodies are buried. Right. Like it's like that. You right. know. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I mean, I would imagine you have way. I know that you have more friends than. You know, just I, because I, you're older and you've been on this planet longer. Not that much older and I haven't been you're alive significantly that much older. Longer. Significantly. 20 years is significant. <laughs> Seven, not that much. Well, so you haven't asked guys, you haven't asked your Yeah, I've your asked bros. I've asked some people. I just don't know how many I need to ask. Well, how many have you asked so far? 14. <laughs> no, seriously. 21. I okay. 30. So you don't want to... No, I think I've asked. I think I, I might I think have asked three. You don't know. You don't remember. I think I've already you, asked three. What if you ask somebody and you forget, and then you just blow them off, and they show up at the wedding? They're like, oh, "I thought I was standing up for you." I will keep a list. It's not like they get anything. It's not like you know their dinner is cheaper than the other guys. You know. Well, no, but yeah, we we, we are. You know, we're gonna take care of them the day before. We are gonna have a nice rehearsal dinner and do all that stuff i guess but that's it nothing else we are do we have to pay for that yeah we're paying for we it we have to pay for yes. a rehearsal dinner yes you pay for it yeah that's 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 what we're supposed to do oh wow that's the custom oh thing. boy what it's not that much not where we're gonna take him it isn't gonna be why where are we taking them a little carl's jr oh carl's jr would be great <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> little place called pink's hot dogs great now, now everyone's really going to want to be in our wedding. So, what they get pinks? But I'm not like okay. For example, just because it was so, I hope my cousin's not listening to this. It was really expensive being in her wedding. Um, the dress but they had a beautiful the, wedding. They did, beautiful. they did. But I, I am not because all of my girls are flying in right from somewhere. 
I'm just going to say, bring a black dress that you feel great in. Right. I don't want them to buy anything. And I think you should wear black also. Oh, what? I don't think you should wear like a big, expensive, crazy white wedding dress. First of all, (laughs) you know, I mean, what's the deal with the white wedding dress anyway? I mean, I so I I have a bit where I say I chose off-white to hide the Chardonnay stains. But I don't think I'm going to wear black, honey. I'm sorry. As much as you want me to wear, like, you know, be different. It's like a hot black wedding dress. I don't have my dress yet. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm joking, but I, yeah, it's not going to be, I'm not going to be goth for our wedding. goth. (laughs) Cocktail party ready. That's a little strange. (laughs) No, the bridesmaids can be. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be where. Well, what you do yeah, I is I see pictures of people getting married where they have you know small wedding whatever, and you know they're not dressed in a white wedding dress. Well, I'm going to to bustle the dress, so I'll be able to dance and stuff. Right when the you know when it's time you for could the also do what Lauren did. You bring a change and you put on a, something different for the party. That was so cute when she came out. My with sister her, did with that her at her suit. wedding also. Yeah, a lot of people do. Um, anyway, enough about that. Okay, enough about that. (laughs) Thank God. Not that talking about the wedding doesn't stress me out. Uh, All right, so we had uh, the two year. (laughs) Exactly. That was it. That's all. And we're not going to talk about it again as a couple for like another month, just so you all know. Or until tomorrow. We never talk about it. Or tomorrow. It's like, okay, this thing is lingering. It's like, we kind of got to do a few things. We kind of have to do. I mean, it's three months away. Nothing is done. It's really not three months anymore it's really like it's really about uh two and a half months anyway yeah we have we have some shit to figure out this wine is this wine is really good okay so we had my um we had the two-year anniversary of bottle shock comedy so we've had two bottle shocks since our last one-on-one in the cellar oh yeah we had a really exciting one a few weeks back um, that was with Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson yes, showed up he dropped as a in. drop-in guest, brought his keyboard. And then I have to say, I want to talk about the brilliance of Leslie Lau. I really, so she was in, so this is a comic that everyone is talking about. She's She was recently on Late Night, and or did a spot on Late Night, and she has she's everywhere right now. I, I see that she just got into um, for Netflix as a joke. Um, I think that's in May, and she's going to be featured, and that's a really big deal. I invited her to be in Bottle Shock on the way. She got into a car accident. Oh, yeah, she did a, right. And so she came in completely, probably like she was a little bit in shock. Right. And really shaken up. I said, don't come. It's okay. We got it. Just go home and take a bubble bath with Epsom salts. And relax. And exactly. And but but she insisted on coming and she, you know, was so professional. She still showed up on time and her entire set, she just worked, uh, she just worked in the anxiety and shock and she used it. It was 100% improv. Right. And it killed. Right. It was so fucking impressive. 
I'm, I just, I, I, she's made such a, I, I have, I'm fanning, I'm a little fangirlish right now, you know, um, I, I just think that it takes a very, uh, talented, uh, ballsy comedian to do a f- 15 minute, I think I gave her 15 minutes and 100% just improv. Well, the whole thing she was, just, and she did about five up front about the accident and then went into her act. No, she did not. She didn't? She never went into her act. Huh. No. Yeah, that's why I was so impressed. Oh, wow. Yeah, she did her entire set <clears throat> on the accident. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, so Leslie Lau, yeah, she's definitely one to, uh, you know, um, to look out for, I right. think, in terms of... Like next huge star, I really, I'm just really impressed. And then Craig Robinson came out and did his thing, and uh, and he 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 insists on not having a spotlight. Yeah, he likes to be in the dark. Yeah, so we couldn't see him, and he uh, he came out with uh, playing Edelweiss on the piano, right? Really softly and sweet Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Right. And uh, and everyone was just kind of ooing and eyeing. And That's from The Sound of Music, for those of you who don't know the song. You look happy to greet me, or how does it go? Right. And then the <laughs> then he finished and he said, I just came in my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Craig Robinson. <laughs> or something like that. It was so vulgar. Yeah, and- <laughs> he's great. He's really, really great. Unbelievable. He's really Oh great, my god. You know? He really is. Oh, Craig Robinson. Yeah. It was he crushed right. everyone because they I mean that's what they're expecting, you know. And I'm trying to get just so you know, I'm trying to get uh Nick Swartzen on the show. Oh, that would that's your buddy. That yeah. And I brought um, it up to him at lunch the other day. Great. Well, yeah. we would love to have him. He already meant yeah, we talked about this before. Right. So it's just a, he's just so busy. He's just so busy, of, right. Uh, and then we had uh, Bottle Shock last Thursday mm-hmm. uh, on the 7th of December, and I think I recorded my album. Yeah, that was very exciting. I and just, your album has a great new name. It's called This Might Be My Album. It's great. You like that? Of course it, I like I, it. I think it's pretty funny. Erica Rhodes mm. helped me come up with it. Of course, it. Actually, I love Erica it. Rhodes, just, she, it was her idea. I told you, I love it as much as Abby Hoffman's <laughs> book, Steal This Book. I Yeah. So I love it. It's, it just is very fitting. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to declare that it was my taping. I didn't want any pressure. And, you know, I think I got it. And if I don't, then I'll no, just do, do it, it again. again. Exactly. Simple. It's, yeah. So... Uh, Jamie Kennedy headlined. Uh, and great as always. He's been on the show. This is the third time. He's like, I think there's only been a couple of repeat people who have done Bottle Shop. I Jamie's one of them. I don't repeat. No, yeah. the guest yeah. we had booked for today has uh-huh. done the show twice. Yes, he has. Mm-hmm. Um, we can just say Ben Glebe. Ben Glebe. Yeah, Ben's done it twice. Um, and Jamie, Me. and uh, you're in every time. <laughs> you're the favorite. Uh, but yeah, Jamie Kennedy's definitely a favorite, a right. Bottle Shock favorite. And he was amazing. So I did 30, and I think he was kind of confused because he headlined. Uh, he had to wait for me. He also had to make a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it worked out. We had a lovely after party. We had a great after party. And just 
the Hollywood Improv, how amazing are they? They're they so are supportive. Incredible. And they had a big hol- holiday party for all the comedians. Not just the comedians who work the improv, all the comedians in the universe. They did. Like, they opened their doors to anyone who... Has is, ever told a joke. Well, I mean... Not even you on know, stage. There are... You know, I mean, I, I think that's really nice. I, I think, think it's, it's nice an, that they I, open the doors to, yeah, to aspiring to never be comics, like that. to opener comics. To, it was always closed. You know, it was always yeah. invitation only. Now they just open the door, open bar, open kitchen. It was an amazing. Get food, have drinks, yeah. because they're never getting spots. So, that's that true. That's not very nice. Kidding. No. I'm kidding. But you're right. Um, <laughs> but I, no, I think it's really nice that they do that every year. And it was spectacular. And the, you know, they're just great. Right. And, and there were some, you know, everyone was there. It was, everyone. it was, you know, they, not just openers. I mean, there was some pretty big no, headliners. No, it was a great time. I ran room. into Bobby Lee, yeah. talked to Bobby for a little while, saw my old buddy Jeff Ross, talked to Jeff Ross for a little yeah. while, who asked about you. Oh, that was, yeah, I met him. That was yeah. nice. And no, it was a good, it was a good hang. Yeah, it was good, a good time. Good time. And the food is always tasty. So it's going to be Christmas soon. You and I, we celebrate both. We celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah. Yes. We're Christmas people. Yes. You know, and, and it's nice to actually not be traveling. We're for not. The we're not going anywhere. We've done a lot of traveling, not just we Michigan. Have. We have. We well, then went from Michigan to do shows in Oregon. Yeah, Chadwick's, and we worked in Southern Oregon in Medford, Oregon, at Chadwick's. And I tell you, I gotta say, because you know how I feel about road comedy. I think everybody, anybody who's listened to this show, I don't like road comedy um, because I am uncomfortable with the well okay let me start with this the hotels are usually really shitty it's like a very low-end experience and i just am kind of snobby at this stage of my life right. i just i don't want to stay in any snooty, snoot, fuckity, fuck. a little bit snooty, you know snoot, fuckity, and it's fuck. it's mainly i've i've been in the wine industry for a long long time and i travel well yes you know you do. that and is, is that bad to say i i don't no, know that makes you're, me, you you're accustomed but, to a certain level yeah, of so travel I, yeah i don't want to you know hang stay and like really the four woods motel and yeah <laughs> and sometimes that's what it is with some of these bookers I so know. there's that you know and that just kind of gets me down like ugh, it's just it's so gross and then they don't give you enough money for a decent meal right the bookers they don't give you it's a good like, stipend for food like 15 dollars for and the day it's like the are place, you it just feels right. so disrespectful and sometimes depending on who you're working for or where you're working even the venue you're performing in mm-hmm. isn't great yes and so all of those things yes. are why i just kind of have you know been narrow-minded and thinking all road comedy sucks unless you're a celebrity i imagine if you're a celebrity well, it's really great no it's also you have what a writer you're in with and what clubs right, you're right. in with and exactly you get to work better rooms but i i just want to thank you because you introduced me to a really nice road experience at chadwick's 
Yeah, so, that's a good, I've been doing that room for, I don't even know, yeah. 10 plus years. Yeah, that was one of the best road experiences I've ever had. And that's a good one because the club is in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So you just have to come downstairs when it's, you know, a half hour before showtime. You don't have to get in your car, drive to a comedy club, yeah. deal with local sheriffs or something, you know. It was nice. And it's a nice hotel. Deal and, with local sheriffs. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> what? Very often. <laughs> And I, you'd be working in like Michigan or Indiana, Illinois, wherever you're working. And there's always like local cops and they'd love to pull you over. I've been oh, pulled man. over on my way to gigs before. Oh, I pulled believe over it. on the way home from gigs before. Oh, I believe you know. it. It's like, there's no hassles, you know. It's a, it was a great room. The shows were all sold out except for one. And, uh, you know, it's a good time. And good old Carl Lee holding down the ship up yeah, there. Shout, shout out, out to Carl to Lee. Carl Lee, very talented. One, yep. of the, one of the most talented hosts and openers. Well, he's not really an opener. It's just a really he's a host nice and he, he guy. created that room. Right. Um, and it's a huge success. So. Right. Big shout out to Pat Wilson for having us. Yes. So Pat Wilson love is Pat. the booker I and she's amazing. Pat. Yes. Yeah, it was it was a really nice experience. Yeah. And you really have your long form. You are so great. You're great always. You're great you know even when you have to do 8 to 15, but your minutes she's talking about. Yeah, but you're <laughs> uh, you're really great when you have to do long form too. It's nice. I, you know, you get to do you're an like hour, phenomenal. hour and 15. You know, and... you're phenomenal when you do long form comedy. Really? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And like you really have them. Like I just watch. I watch the audience where you just have them in the palm of your hand. And it's like you just, and they just are smiling and they're with you the whole time. Because really, it's difficult to watch one individual for a whole hour. Yes, it is. You have yes, to be really is. engaging. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to have to, for a comedian to say that they have 60 minutes, but it's another thing to, to say it's 60 minutes of riveting, great jokes where you have the audience's attention the entire time. Thank that's you. a whole other thing. Well, that, you know, so, that's a very important distinction because very often talk to these younger comedians like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, I have an hour. And I'm like, I could put a monkey on stage to talk for an hour. It doesn't mean they actually go on stage and kill for an hour. Yeah. You know, it's very, it takes a long time to get to that place. It takes a long time. You know. Yeah, you can't rush it. There's no cutting There is co- no corners. shortcut in comedy. No None. shortcuts. Zero. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And every time you go out on the road, uh, you learn new lessons. Every time you go on stage, whether you're in town or out of town, you're learning new things about yourself or a joke that you're telling or a specific incident in a crowd that could come up at another time that's never come up before. And it's one of those things, truth be known, 30 years in, new things still pop up. Well, I think, you know, oh, you mean, are you talking about material? Not just material, just situations even on stage. Like, you think, I've seen it all, and then next thing you know, like, something new comes up, and you just, but because of all the training from before, you learn how to deal with these things as they pop up. Yes. You know? Well, I think what what's different is road comedy is a completely separate entity because it it's 
changing so much. The landscape of comedy is changing to the point where it's no longer this cookie cutter way of how it's always been done. So like albums, for example, are now sometimes 20 minutes, 15 minutes. I mean, 15, 20, 30 minute albums are, be, are getting produced. Uh, specials, the same, the same thing. So it's no longer, bless you. Thank you. I, I don't think that it, it's going to be interesting to see, like, are we going to continue with these hour long specials? It's really rare on Netflix when I can watch one comedian for an entire hour. Well, mine, mine, I do it to study coming out in March. So I hope to God yeah, the answer yeah. in March is we'll, yes. we'll see. We'll see. But I, yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm looking forward to boy out in New York. Right. It and is it an hour so long. So good. But, you know, to, but just going back to my point, I'm not sure that that's going to, I, that's changing that, that aspect of the, of comedy. Right. Is, um, you know, I, the road comedies might stay the same just because it's a pain in the ass to get a lineup of comics, you know? So it's like easier to have an opener, a feature and And a a headliner, headliner. but so I'm not sure if that's going to change. It's not so. only easier, it's better on the crowd. When you have a cavalcade of 12 comedians, each guy doing nine to 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and you keep switching the comic out and switching the comic out and switching the comic out, first of all, your audience gets tired faster. Second of all, they're just getting into someone, and they're really digging the guy, and he says, good night, gotta go, and then they bring somebody else up on stage. It's harder for those comedians in a big lineup like we're 12 guys to win. Yeah, but no, I I think that that would be way too long of a lineup. Um, But I think a lineup of six comedians is just right. Yeah. You know? Um, but, but I don't think that will ever happen on the road. I don't think that people, no, bookers are not, it's just, it's, and, and then you're, you're taking money away. Like you, you expect, you know, to make a living as a headliner, you need to make X amount need, of dollars you need per to show have a rate. or per exactly. week, of course. And that's, that can't happen if there are too many comics in no, a lineup. No, the, the budget but, is the budget. And right, when you keep right. slicing up smaller pieces of pie, you're not going to have good headliners. You so, won't have guys like, you know, experienced, yes. good seasoned headliners. Yes. Um, so it's interesting. You know, and we did a little wine tasting. Yeah, we did, of course. Did a little wine well, tasting why, in that's, that's why you scheduled this you know, in Oregon, Medford. I like to go places I where there's yes, vineyards. I said yes, and then I realized you just wanted he to just go, wine to go wine tasting. tasting. <laughs> so yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I and then we went to Mammoth. Yeah, we went to Mammoth, and uh, that we, was even interesting. And we even tasted wine in Mammoth. We tasted wine in Mammoth, and uh, we got to know that community, the wine community, and really Mammoth, great people, restaurateurs, and uh, wine buyers, and wine directors, and they all look like extras off the set of Northern Exposure. Yeah, or even leads. <laughs> or, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that reminds me of, of course, our friend Rob Morrow. Shout out to Rob Morrow. Yeah. What a brilliant actor. He's a really Such great- Such a good human being. Great guy and friend. We'll and have to have him on the show soon. And we Can we talk about how he, well, he read, we, we don't have to say the project, but he read for a reading 
of a big project that you're working on? I have a television project that's been in development for a little over, about almost a year now, mm-hmm. seriously. And uh, my partner is actually someone who's been a guest on the show before, Danny Gold, mm-hmm. who is in his own right a very successful producer and director. And Danny and I have been developing this project about a very famous person. And uh, we did the second reading of the first episode week before last, and Rob was kind enough to come in and read the lead character. Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. Everybody, <laughs> I mean, we had a table of really good actors. Gripping. That's the thing. Everybody at that table yeah. reading, and you read, mm-hmm. and Claude mm-hmm. Stewart, who mm-hmm. was here yeah, two weeks ago, Frank read. Todd. And Alan Amy. And Debonair. Debonair, Rob's Um, wife, uh read. uh And Alan Amy, who I've done shows with, two off-Broadway shows with, both in New York, Mm -hmm. he read. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, we had a really great cast. Yeah. All talented people. It's really exciting. It's very exciting. And we had some producers in the room, and they loved it, and... So we're going to keep our fingers crossed and yeah, hopefully yeah. Uh, hopefully in the next month or so we'll have some really exciting news. Oh, so far, so good. So far, so good. And then the Golds, well, Danny Gold and Felicia Michaels, Michaels hosted us for a uh, baking party. Oh, my God. A, a cookie baking oh party yesterday. God. I'm still recuperating this from the off, sugar. This was okay? off the hook. It was off the hook. That was really cool. Yeah. That was really. Um, I cool. made okay. This is. It was a baking, uh, a, baking party, right. and I made no baked cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a rebel, aren't you? I am. Just bucking the system. That's me. That's you. you just, I made my no bake. Yeah, you didn't uh, like Johnny Harley Rider. Uh, rum, rum, rum. <laughs> peanut butter, cocoa, oatmeal. Cookies. Oh, they're and so they good. Were, they, yeah, they, they were a big hit. If you want the recipe the for these no-bake cookies that Sarah makes, seriously, just send us an email at drinkingduringbusinesshours at gmail.com. We will be happy to share the recipe with you. And I tell you, these things are, like, addictively good. It's Imagine a Reese's cookie with oats and this wonderful texture to it that's insanely chewy but delicious in its own right and you don't have to bake them you don't have to bake them you don't have to bake them oh man are they good yeah that was that was so much fun me on the other hand i was stuck in the kitchen for like you did so well you asked what i wanted you know you were so sweet you wanted to make something that i liked and I, it's just nostalgic. My grandma Halstead used to make the molasses cookies with jelly in the center. Right. And you made molasses cookies with jelly. And they turned out so yummy. They were the best cookies. Yeah, I mean, they were people, the best of, of anyone. I have to say, people it made was, some pretty good stuff. You were best of show. You know, and this is a party that's really cool. Like, our friends Danny Gold and Felicia Michaels. Felicia Michaels is a brilliant comedian. Look her up. Danny Gold's a brilliant filmmaker. Look him up. They've both been on the show before. Felicia does this every year, except during the pandemic. She went a few years without doing it. And she invites people over. Mm-hmm. And she supplies the eggs, the butter, the flour, the sugar. She, like, all who does the, that? Like, and, she asks know, what ingredients you right, want her to and buy. And if you need something special... So Either sweet. bring it or she'll bring it for you. Mm-hmm. And then she does these shifts in the kitchen where everybody mm-hmm. goes through and bakes their cookies. And then after your cookies are baked, they go onto the table and then everything is bagged. 
And everybody leaves with bags of cookies. That we, we can use as gifts. That we can give away to people. Or just eat. Or ourselves. Which is probably what we're going to do. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, it's Christmas cookie it's, heaven. It's Christmas cookie heaven. It I hope, really is. I hope everyone else is indulging. Not only are we, you know, immersing ourselves in uh, in baking and sweets, but we're also watching Christmas movies oh, every day. That is, that is my <laughs> ugly, guilty <sighs> pleasure. You love the it. Christmas movies. I, look, I'm for a New York. Jewish man. Holy shit! And I, you get you get you well up. You get uh, emotional for the snow. You, I'm from New York. The lead. I, you're like you're like oh she's gonna fall in love with him. And then, you know, you okay, explain, because you know the plots. You We all know how it's going to go. Look, Christmas movies are usually pretty much to a formula, and they all kind of have the same formula. I kind of, I, I really don't care what you call it. There's always going to be a scene at the Christmas tree lot. Yeah. There's always going to be a somebody's coming home for Christmas. In the snow on the car. And they'll meet somebody and they won't get along. And the guy will be annoying and he'll steal her seat on the airplane. Yes. And then he'll steal the cab. And then it turns out he's friends with the mom. Yes. And he'll be at the house for the eggnog. And she's like, oh, maybe I got to give this guy a A second second look. Right. Oh, oh, and he... And he's always a widow. <laughs> yeah. And then there's always, you know, that really hot, like, Is it you widow know, or widower? And then there's what always the Christmas the sex guy? in the back of the car. Yeah. No, they never have that. No, there's no, there's no, none of there's that. No, there's no, none no. of that. No. no. What, what movie are you thinking of? The one I made. Um, no. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Probably. No, I love uh, the Christmas movies because I grew up in New York and I miss the snow. And when I watch Christmas movies, it, it literally... The my town on Long Island where I grew up was like that. Had the a, houses and yeah. the snow everywhere. You'd we'd take the having sex in the back of the car. Having sex in the back of the car. Long Island. And, it's Long Island. You know, you'd be on your sled and you'd grab the back of a car while you're kneeling on the sled and it would pull you down the street and Well that was like, those were the good old days, right? Back when there was no yeah. social media and people actually went outside oh, and enjoyed the best. nature. And had snowball and, fights and went skiing I mean, or ice skating on the pond in yeah. the town. We are going ice skating. We are going ice yes. skating next week yeah we're gonna try so that's what you have an empty glass here uh, why'd you put the stopper in just what for one glass jeez we're drinking Um, bubbly yeah we're gonna really enjoy christmas yes we we enjoyed hanukkah now we're gonna enjoy christmas we're home for the holidays and we all hope that you have a wonderful fun festive safe titillating are we rapping already yeah we're rapping oh well then we have to give a couple shout outs remember we got to do our shout outs first of all uh today let's do a shout out to nino franco yeah thank you nino franco such beautiful prosecco and even though they're not officially our sponsors yet i'm still giving shout outs to riedel because in my opinion riedel makes the best glassware in the wine industry so we love riedel so i like to give a shout out to riedel and pretty easy podcast. Pretty easy podcast. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Melissa. They are always great Merry with Christmas us. To you both. Yes, they are always. Really I have something good. in the mail to you both, so look out for that. Uh oh, Sarah's sending you a bill. I, I am. I feel. No, they <laughs> they send. They just sent us a bill. No, I'm. Uh, I am in the spirit of giving. I'm. I'm 
sending gifts. We right. sent out our Christmas cards today. We have today. cookies for them. We have cookies for we everybody. We have cookies for everybody. No, we, In fact, if you're listening and you yummy. want Christmas cookies, send us an email <laughs> at drinkingduringbusinesshours at gmail.com. We will gladly mail you We will send you Christmas some cookies. cookies. And yeah, that's, that's- We have a lot of them. We do. We do. And we really could do that, actually. Right. That's very realistic. I have jury duty, you know, during Christmas week. Oh, Do damn. we have time to talk okay. about this for a minute, uh, or are we wrapped? Uh, I'm afraid that we might get cut off. Then so. we'll talk about jury duty We'll talk duty about jury duty next, next time. That's a great topic. And right. we're going to have a phenomenal guest. Um, our next guest is uh, uh, Garrick Bernard, television writer and really funny comedian. Really funny. And if people want to find you, where do they find um, you? I'm at Sarah Halstead everywhere. And I'm at Rich Chastler everywhere, so you can follow us both. We're everywhere. Both. <laughs> Make sure you tell all your friends about Drinking During Business Hours. And when you subscribe. go on to listen, please hit the subscribe and button. And what would be even better is if you actually gave us a review, but mm. only if it's good. <laughs> yes. And remember... They, they, it goes so far. And really. remember, next, go get yourself a bottle of two hands. Two hands Shiraz. Angels share Shiraz. It's not very expensive at all. And uh, that's what we're going to be drinking from on the next show. Yep, from Australia. And it is beautiful. Wonderful. Okay, yes. thank you. We'll see you so next time. So we wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We hope you had a great Hanukkah. Be safe. Happy New Year. And a wonderful New Year. And we will uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. That sounds just wonderful. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey.